Osiris. Don't so, uh, come, come, cuddle. Merry Christmas, pals. <gasps> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Be crisis. Merry Christmas. Merry Crystals. Is that your name, Merry Crystals? No. Oh. That'd be a really cool name. Hey, pals. Hey, buddies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hybel study. study. The only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome! We are a couple of former Christians. And what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So... Feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into it? Can you tell about your fire first? Oh, can I talk about the fire? If if you want to, you don't you don't oh, have to. I can. Yeah, so it's looking like my my mic is working. I'm kinda hoping it is. My windscreen got melted. Along with parts to my shock mount. <laughs> it looks like, you know, the microphone itself wasn't affected. And, I mean, the shock mount will do for now still. It's not really rubbing against anything. But, uh, I just had some incense. Same spot that I always have it. Microphone's just right around there, too. And I lit it while I was just turning on some TV. I'm just, I'm not sure if I had blown it out after or not. I'm I, I'm not having that memory. So I don't think I did. Oh, no. So, because it was still pretty quick. Otherwise, it would have to been even more unlucky to, like, just have the little tiny ember burn the other thing and then re-catch it all. And, I don't know. But anyways, I'm just getting the TV on and, of course, opening a box of Legos. And then there's, like burning plastic smell i'm like just like a faint thing i'm like i'm in an apartment i don't know if it's someone else and then it gets really strong and then i turn my head and i'm surprised i didn't feel the warmth or anything because i mean this is a less than a foot from where i just am sitting and it's just like i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) luckily it's still like small enough i just like hard blow and it went out and I was like, wild. so glad, was like, so there was wild. no melty plastic, like, dripping down onto the couch or something, because that would have just gone up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. I can't believe that happened. I had a less interesting, but on the same kind of page <laughs> thing happen today. I was making some mac and cheese, and I like leaned down to blow on the foam coming up from the noodles so it's not boiling over and I was like why does it smell like burning hair there must have been like fur on the stove or something I was like 
Whatever, because there's like no flame that my hair could have touched. It was under the pot, you know, <laughs> small enough that it's not coming out the sides. <laughs> and then I look over and I totally singed a good chunk of my hair. Now I gotta go get my hair <laughs> trimmed. Oh, gotta get all your hair trimmed, not just that little bit? I wanted to get it trimmed anyway because I already had oh, splits. Oh, so now you got an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm getting my front bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for those. You don't know how tempted I've been to just cut them myself. I, I haven't because you actually haven't talked about it this time. I really, I just, I, I do this in the mirror all the time and I pull it up, you know, everything that would be there. And I just, just like, I could just, I could just do it right now. Just in the bang. I, I, I could just do it because I, I want them, but I'm afraid that I'm not going to cut them right and then they're going to look dumb. And then it's going to take off more than I want to take off to fix them. And and then it's just going to suck for a little while. And if I can just not have it suck for a little while, then that would be great. <laughs> so I'm just being patient, trying, you know. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, if only I had something that could remind me of that. <laughs> Something like a t-shirt I could just look down and see. Now that that's out of the way, what you having today? It's probably Corkster, Corkstar, I don't know. It's a weird, like, only this company makes this strain. Mm. And I got it for free <laughs> because the vendor came to our store. But we all got to pick a product that's made by them. So I got the, the live resin. <laughs> concentrate that i normally wouldn't buy because it's expensive exactly there you go <coughs> i'm really sorry for that oh no i think i have to use the uh the rubber thing on the luca because those hits sometimes are just too hot and too hard <clears throat> otherwise it's a great device but just for like the convenience and it's nice but I had the the Mandarin Skittles. That's a personal yeah. favorite. Haven't had that in a while. Heck I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't have the box anymore. If you remember where it was from, Element. Element. Okay. It's one of my favorite companies. They make excellent concentrates. I love them. Sweet, we got that rolled up nicely. That means it's time we refer to the Bible. Our current study follows a possible chronological order of Jesus' ministry throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, do you want to read about a possible first Christmas? I would love to. That sounds so magical. Ooh. Well, yeah. I guess it's Christmas. So, I mean, what better time to just look at the nativity story and see? I'm excited. I don't think I've heard the nativity story, all of this, since I was a Christian. Mm. So it's been a while. So if you're up for it, I kind of want to just dive right in. Are we starting right with Matthew? Yeah, I just figure going into, I think for both of, yeah, Matthew, it's really just chapter one and two-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I have the NIV today, the New International okay. Version. Sweet. What's your first section? Right here. 
the genealogy of Jesus. Ooh. It is 1 through 17. Sweet, same as mine. We're not reading that, are we? Sorry. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think Luke has at least a similar section too, but yeah, no. We don't have to read 1 to 18. 1 to 17. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> it is just... Oh, it's just a bunch of names. Genealogy, yeah, like you said. Yeah, it's just listing uh, Isaac, the father of Jacob, Mm -hmm. the father of Judah, and his brothers. (laughs) Uh, It would be interesting to compare that to the one that's in Luke and and see how they match up. That would be interesting, yeah. So we can go right to to 18. So um, this might just be more critical of the writing, but I don't know. I feel like it's kind of important. Um, I feel like, so we're, we're reading chapter, Matthew chapter one eighteen to the end, whatever. To 25. Or whatever verse that yeah. is, 25. Yeah, so 18 to 25. I feel like there is more time being spent trying to just convince them that this is happening and that she's not just some dirty whore, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, and I feel like more of that, it's been, fo- it's been focused more on that than on the actual miracle of Jesus and, like, where he was born. And Well, I don't think like, we're there yet. Just, uh, I mean, it ends with... Oh, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess you're right. Because I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, two's going to talk into it more. But no, two talks about after Jesus was born. Yeah, it's Matthew. It it really is. There is no nativity story in in Matthew. You're right. Yeah, Um, because it it was verse 25, I was thinking, mm -hmm. because it says uh, she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. And it's like, that's where it just ends. Yeah. Ooh, I did have something to say, because it isn't, like, all about... Is that this also is just completely from Joseph's side. Is it? I didn't know that. Oh, that's interesting. Joseph was going to marry Mary and found out she was going to have a child. Thinks about divorcing her. Angel talks to him, says, hey, don't do it because you're going to be rewarded for not doing it. And Joseph wakes up. So apparently it was a dream. It didn't say. It just said that's where this angel was, unless it was like a symbolic waking up. Uh Uh-huh. And married Mary. Didn't sleep with her till uh, Jesus was born. That's, it's it's all his his perspective. That's fair. I I was thinking that, man, they are sharing a lot about his his Mm -hmm. side of things, his struggle with things. Like, I want to know exactly, like, this angel, oh, Timber, please, no, now's not the time, Timber. Thank you. Oh, ow! It, it was just weird. Like, what was the this this angel actually telling Joseph this whole time of the Holy Ghost? When what's described in other parts of the Bible, especially by Paul and everything, is how the Holy Ghost wasn't brought to man until after Jesus's death 
and that it wasn't known to man. Like, Jesus was the one that taught them about it, because it's coming, I'm going to tell you about it or something, which is all kind of like a weird thing anyhow. Mm -hmm. I have a theory. Oh, tell me your theory, because... So, my theory is that the Holy Spirit was Jesus's conscience and that's why like it was born with him mm -hmm. and then when he died it became of the world part of this realm okay I see but if we go on with because the Holy Ghost is of conscious or whatever you're or is just like this God part of you you knowing like this is the plan we're supposed to have or something because she just said uh, it just says she was found with child of the holy ghost so it's like well hmm like like it just, it, yeah. it, it seems like from what we know is what the holy spirit is supposed to be then is this a child that she's like look i know i'm not supposed to have this child but i want to keep it and then joseph is like we can't keep it and I'm not marrying you or whatever. And then he cools off for a while. And then it's like, look, something in his dreams like, this guy's going to be important. So you better stick with her. And then he's like, well, here we go. I guess we're mm -hmm. doing this. <laughs> um, no, I don't know if this changes anything for you. It's, But my wording says um, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. I mean, that still kind of sounds like with child of the holy ghost spirit whatever you want to use but like of the through yeah. the like i think they're both similar words that can sound like you know baby making or like spiritually mm -hmm. i agree or i mean the, the the second part where he goes he cools down has an idea and he's like wait a second like well here at least Maybe I could spin it this way and just say it, tell her when she's a virgin and that it's an important birth and whatever. Because what he's claiming here, if it were true, wouldn't really wouldn't be that unordinary, I think. Because a lot of times in history when um, someone has been prophesied, there'd usually be a lot of people like coming around saying, oh yeah, I'm that person. Even when after ooh, 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 Nero, after he died, there was like a whole thing about he's going to be resurrected and he's going to come back. And there was like a bunch of people like just coming from all over claiming to be Nero again. Yeah. And you, you even see that with people claiming to be Jesus mm -hmm. and even the Antichrist. Yeah. It's interesting. Huh. I know the virgin thing is like the strong point because it's, oh yeah, just like someone said, there's prophecy for a virgin to give birth to our savior. But that is a story that has already been used a long time before Matthew even wrote this, before Jesus was born. Like, yeah, for a similar area, era, Ra, the Egyptian sun god, was also a virgin birth. So... I'm not, I mean, okay. I could, okay. should I go on? No, I just like, I think like just that easy example. I mean, we're talking about the Egypt era, a area. Everybody knows about it. Mm -hmm. Th this wasn't an unheard thing. This was just like a, a rite of passage. It's like, okay, if you're going to claim Godhood, better be virgin birth or something. 
I just think it's interesting that like there's so much focus on on that aspect and not on the Jesus aspect and who he is and like just the whole nativity everything do you have anything else with this part um I no? don't think so hmm. no well then you want to what section do you have in chapter two um I have two three three sections one through twelve is the first one it is the visit of the magi um i don't have a ton but i have a couple things so first we did get nativity stuff did we but kind of the see that's what i'm that's what i was thinking too it's like we've got the wise men now and they come and bring their gifts and stuff but we we still missed out on the whole like traveling and finding somewhere to give birth and giving birth in uh what are they called stable stable giving birth in yeah. a stable yep there we go i really just wanted to say steeple <laughs> and that was not right <laughs> yeah so i feel like we still missed a really important uh, several really important aspects of this story um also just an interesting note it says in verse two we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him um and it just says and that means like we saw his star when it rose so it's like they're saying they saw this star and they knew that this star meant that he was born they are star trackers (laughs) and that makes sense We've been tracking this stuff for a while. Like, they know how to do this to keep track of time with all these prophecies from earlier Jewish tradition and everything. That would make And they're like, sense well, it's then. time. Where is it? But these wise men are from another country. Sometimes they're called kings. Okay. Well, they're not going to be traveling by themselves. And there's no mention that there's actually mm-hmm. three of them, just three gifts. And there's, there's really no information. It's just an assumed, like, oh, these are important people coming to see a king. And that's apparently what, if he was writing this to a Jewish audience, that's what they felt was important to him. Yeah. Interesting. But at the start of two, these wise men came to Jerusalem saying, where is he? We followed a star here. And then apparently that star is gone now. So then they have to wait for that star to to go back into the area or something. And then, so they're like, well, you know, he's an important guy. Let's ask the king. You know, he should probably know where the king of the Jews is yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, then Herod, when he, after he told him about Bethlehem, and, um, well, after his people told him about Bethlehem, it goes into, and then he sent them to Bethlehem. He tells them to search. And then when they departed in nine, they saw the star again. And then they followed the star there until apparently it led them straight into the house with Mary and the child. And then they just fell down and gave him the presents and worshipped him. And then they had a dream that um, they shouldn't go back to Herod. So they went to their own country a different way. And with this being so vague, it's annoying to try and take that as 
truth when chapter one starts out, I'm going to list all of these names of these people and places to show that Jesus is important. That is interesting, especially with how vague a lot of the rest mm -hmm. of it is. I'm really disappointed with how little time is spent on his birth. Section 2 is 13 through 18. That is the escaped to, uh, escape to Egypt. Ooh. Um, well, first of all, the king was a huge fucking drama queen. Holy shit. He was like, this magi outsmarted me. <laughs> he... He tricked me, and, um, you know what? Because of that, we're going to kill this kid that he was after. And so, uh, to do that, we're just going to kill all the little boys, two years old and younger. Just all of them. What the fuck? What the fuck? Who put him in charge? Why is this man in charge? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Romans put him in charge at some point. The fucking Romans. They were like, just take this little spot. You probably can't fuck it up that bad. <laughs> then he proceeded to fuck it up. Oh, apparently Herod's son did worse. Like, so. Um, that, yeah. Well, with a father like Herod, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He couldn't have had much love. Poor kid just needed a hug. Well, his well, Herod probably hugged him, you know, hard enough just to make him cry. Oh, <laughs> That's the wrong kind of hug. But but did Jesus get out of it? Does he make it? Jesus got out of oh, it. Oh, thank goodness. He fled to Egypt. Oh, whew. good for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're very thankful. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense because um, after 13 kind of talks about like after the wise men departed, then Joseph had another vision. But if these wise men were very wise, they would pick up on that Herod did not have great intentions for this child. So they're like doing what they can to leave, find him, warn them. And then Joseph's like, yeah, let's get out of here before he's like, look, this isn't going to work out. And then so Joseph takes his family, leaves, it happens. See, makes sense. Uh -huh. Dang. Uh. But the poor, the poor woman in, in Rama, I don't think I'm saying that right. Rama. I don't know. I had to look that up because I didn't know what that was. It is a city in or near Israel. But, um, yeah, Rachel, she, uh, she was mourning. It's, it says you could hear her weeping and she couldn't be comforted. She refused to be comforted because her children were gone because this motherfucker killed them. Actually... <laughs> This is supposed to be another, the killing is supposed to be this fulfilling of the prophecy that uh, Jeremy the prophet, Jeremy was a prophet, so good on you. <laughs> Jeremiah. Oh, in 17, I have Jeremy, literally, that's it. That's funny, mine says Jeremiah. Uh, uh, he was just... I bet Jeremy was his nickname. Oh, no, Jeremiah was his nickname. Jeremiah was oh, his yeah, nickname. Oh, yeah, I'm going with that. Jeremy wasn't his nickname. No. <laughs> <laughs> This is in the King James Version. He's talking to a king right now. It's Jeremy. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that, that doesn't track. But um, this was like a a separate time that Rachel was... Yeah. This was something else about... Wait. I think Rachel was like queen 
or whatever there or something and like her children was like her city or something i don't know jeremiah 31 15 i want to check that there's not very good context in a lot of this no yeah in in jeremiah that's just it's weird because it's supposed to be from verse 15 which it is but verse 14 and verse 16 are both different and it's just it seems like a bunch of random things that he was putting down on a trip because there he was a prophet he's just writing down visions he's seeing at this point yeah <laughs> and so it's just like here we found one of the things he said and it's like look the someone's crying about all her children because you know they're not there anymore there we go this this one works <laughs> yeah oh gosh okay but did did Herod actually oh, do that? You okay? Yeah, my laundry basket fell and it scared the shit out of me. It's fine. <sighs> it fell some more. I don't think it can fall any further. Oh, um, but yeah, he's going. He's going to specifically to two. So Jesus would have been probably closer to two because he is. Let's see. According to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. So he did get an answer of when they saw it. So then he's like, okay. So Herod was pretty sure he's two, but he's just going to kill everyone else just in case. Yep. Um, let's see. He is one cold motherfucker. Huh. What are you hiding? I'm going to send you an article. Infant infanticide in Bethlehem. Fact or fiction? Because it's like, okay. Now yeah. can we find any other uh, exam- like proof? Or, or evidence of this event happening where Herod just killed all the, the children in a city. Oh, yeah, this is, this is the uh, thing. Uh, I want to try and add this article here. It's an interview with uh, Paul Mayer. Okay. And because he's going on, like, you, you think about this, it's, it's a lot, but also... Bethlehem was probably a very small place, um, and there'd probably only be like a dozen baby boys there, not a counting for a higher mortality rate. Mm-hmm. I was just reading that part. Yeah, I know this is crazy. That's really interesting. Wow, that's weird to think about. <laughs> okay, yeah. So there, there isn't a lot of evidence, but there was other some other stuff in the article actually sharing about his past and where he was when he was at the end of his days. The last one is 19 to 23. That's Return to Nazareth. Okay. Okay, so yeah, just Herod died very soon after that, and because... 19 starts but when herod was dead an angel told joseph hey it's, t- it's safe you can go back there because he's like oh cool herod's dead but then herod's son was in charge and he apparently was just as bad so i was like ah, i'll go somewhere else and that that really is just the end of it yeah yeah but like yeah this is saying they ended up in nazareth yeah but that article is just saying that herod was at a very violent part in his life at at the end of his life because he wanted to gather all the uh, israeli leaders and imprison them bef- underneath where he was staying um damn 
so that because he knew when he died the jews are going to rejoice so he wants to give them something to cry about that's fucked i have to find where this comes from goodness this is coming from josephus well this article starts with like claiming that herod is the we have the most primary evidence from original sources from any in the world because this Josephus guy gave us two whole book scrolls about him. But looking him up, uh, it doesn't... I don't know if this counts as a, a primary source if he was born in 37 AD. So he's just studying what Herod did and wrote it down because, you know... That's after Jesus is already dead. Interesting. So, eh, from what we can get, from what we found from him, I'd have to look up him even more to see. Like, I don't know. That seems like an interesting to see, like all the whatever he put into study and get his information. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to keep pushing Matthew because yeah, this one was kind of boring, and we can go into to Luke mm-hmm. after a little break if you want. Yeah. Yeah. A little break would be nice. Yep. Are Are you ready to take a look at at Luke now? Yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm done. Oh, you're fine. I'm gonna eat these goldfish while you get situated. Oh, I'm situated. Oh, you're still situated. But you should eat those goldfish. Okay. Yeah. Anywho. In Luke, it starts Anywho. around chapter 1, verse 26. Verse 26? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Because before that, they were talking about John the Baptist. Yeah. And his importance to it. Mm-hmm. All right, Luke, don't fail me now. Okay. Uh, it goes, this section for me is 26 to 56. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any? 26... Mine goes 26 to 38. Okay, I'll try to remember that. So let's do that. So he's definitely more descriptive and better at telling stories. Mm-hmm. And I very much appreciate that. He paints me a whole picture. What would the picture look like to you? Um. Well, an angel came to this virgin named Mary. And he was like, all right. I know, I know, this is kind of freaky. It's an angel, you know, but it's cool. Don't be afraid. God thinks you're cool. You're one of the homies. So now you're (laughs) going to have his kid, but it's okay because you're still a virgin because that's kind of the point. (laughs) And uh, she was like, but are you sure? Because, you know, I'm a virgin. And he's like, yeah, that's the point. And, uh, and, uh... And he was like, you know, even uh, even your 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 relative. It doesn't tell me. It's not more specific. Your relative, Elizabeth. She's she's old, man, and she's gonna have one too. She's already six months in. She's got a a, a beach ball in her belly. You know, anything can happen with God. So trust him. Have this kid. He's gonna be the son of God. Going to name him Jesus. Wait, and yeah. uh, so you you what? mentioned that Angel tells her to to name him Jesus. Yes. So she she's apparently the first because we go back to Matthew. 
Matt, uh, Joseph finds out what's happening and then goes to sleep and has a vision to name the son Jesus. Interesting. Maybe it was a double whammy to make sure it happened. Yeah, it like, could be. We got to give them both a little seed to make sure it happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, also the very strong, like, he's going to be named Jesus thing and all that from knowing that his name was actually like Joshua is also like a weird thing. Yeah, that is weird. That is very weird. But you're talking about uh, the the cousin relative. Mine used cousin, sorry. But it okay. it just says the word only means relative. They don't really know what it was. But Elizabeth yeah. um, was the the mother to John the Baptist. Yeah. And that's why we were talking about that before. So it's like, okay, they're keeping all this prophecy really, really close in the family. I know they're all, you know, from the same Israel houses, sure. But that's, I don't know. Seems pretty close. Yeah. All right. The next section I have. Oh, um, uh, what did yours 29 say? My 29. Yeah. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what, um, what kind of greeting this might be. That's just a funny, I don't know. Just because. It is funny. Angels just like, hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And then in mind, she's just like, she's like, what manner of salutation is this? Because really, <laughs> who's coming into her house? And it's like, what's what's going on? And like, you're going to have a baby. And she's like, how can I have a, a baby? <laughs> a little wink, wink. There's some, uh, some things that uh, have to happen here. And he's like, don't worry, I got it settled. <laughs> I got you covered. And don't worry, he comes with good genes. <laughs> That's something I've always wondered about. What is what is the genetic makeup here of Jesus? Would he have... Because, yes, Joseph was his father, but he was not biologically related to Joseph whatsoever. So his whole family line doesn't continue with Jesus. Again, yeah. at this point... The angel is talking to Mary and telling her about the Holy Ghost will come upon thee and do this. So it's like, they what really was he the, in telling that her? Like this seems like an added thing. If still the Holy Ghost, I don't, I don't know. I I don't know, man. That's weird. Well, what's your next section? <laughs> My next section is thirty nine through forty five. Mary visits Elizabeth. Mary reached out to Elizabeth because it's like, hey, you know, they're going deep in. You know, we could go deep in. Like, let's get some pointers, whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, mine's mine's John the Baptist. Yeah, yours, yours will be Jesus. This is perfect. Perfect. And they, they can fit I, together. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, we're all good now. What could possibly go wrong? Well. Do we start a whole cult. Goes on for thousands of years. Uh, yeah, all because you don't destroys tons of civilizations and cultures. <laughs> yes, that 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 is the obvious solution when you don't want to get in trouble for having a baby you should not be having. Yeah, especially also your um, older relative is also having a baby she probably shouldn't be having, and this you know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is just her going to see Elizabeth and Elizabeth very excited to see her and her baby yes. while she visits 
in her belly. Yeah, well, also, can you imagine, like, can you imagine being her? She's been barren. She couldn't have children her whole life. And now she's this old woman. Well, well, here's she's finally pregnant. But here's the thing. She's barren her whole life from her husband. Maybe her husband's just impotent and she sleeps with someone else and gets pregnant. And there we go. No one ever thinks about it from oh the male God, side from that side because mind. the males were always like, it's be? like there can't be anything wrong with that. It's it's the woman who was barren. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my god. That's insane. That freaking just blew my mind. Okay. So she's all excited. Mm -hmm. She's got this baby now. She's old. She finally has this thing that she's wanted. And her baby's leaping with joy because baby Jesus is coming up in here too. <laughs> you know? They're having a womb play date. <laughs> They're having a womb date. Yep. Aww. That's cute. In 42, verse 42, like, it's supposed to be, like, this, the same kind of praise like the angel had. Um, Elizabeth spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. To me, that just sounds like normal thing that, you know, when a pregnant lady walks into your house, you know, like, that, that's just what women do. It's just like, you're a goddess. Look at that. Like, <laughs> really, yeah. it's just normal. Yeah, mine says... Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. Yeah. yeah, no, you're totally right. That is how women speak to each other. Like, girl, look at you. You're glowing. <laughs> and your baby's going to be so cute. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Mm. And also, she's all babied up right now. Mm -hmm. She's got her mommy brain coming in. She's six months along. Yeah. So she's like baby mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That just means all baby things are extra cute. <laughs> uh, so what's your next section? Next section is, I think, 46... Well, yeah, 46 to 56. Okay, that's that's a good part. Because I think um, like the next long bit is about John the Baptist specifically. And you can probably skip yeah. that for today. And then yeah. go back into where it comes back to Jesus. I don't think that we need to. Yes. He, Luke has given Mary a monologue yeah. about how great God is. Now, if Luke is supposedly gathering this from eyewitnesses, that person had a great memory to remember all of this stuff. And yeah. who, who is that, you know, witness or whoever that had this information on this happening as well would have to be like, the child of a servant in one of their houses that was with them mm -hmm. and overheard it. So yeah, we can skip on to chapter two. Sounds good to me because I'm not here to read a monologue. Mm -hmm. No offense, Mary. I'm sure it's lovely. <laughs> I've had a monologue or two in my day. Yeah. So then what's the first section you have in two? Um... The birth of Jesus, which is one through seven. One through seven? Cool. Yeah. So here we go. Okay, so you know the, the typical nativity story is that, oh, Mary is just so pregnant on the way up there that they finally get into Bethlehem. It's night. 
They're trying to look for a place to stay. They got no place to stay, so they find an inn, and she gives birth right there. But they were going there, yes, to be taxed. Yes, this was planned. They went there, okay. And it was, in verse 6, while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And they had no room at an inn. They were staying already just at a stable they're just staying because it's just packed trying the town's packed for a census that everyone had to be there so they're just staying in a barn already she's got to give birth and there we go it happened there she wrapped him in cloths and put him in the manger Mm -hmm. that's the only thing i thought was interesting it's like the the time frame yeah that is interesting what you thinking i was thinking it's interesting about the census because i feel like i've overlooked that part entirely every time i've read this yeah. because i was never reading this for that part for the the new information i was reading this for the nostalgia of what this story is mm-hmm. what it represents and i don't think i've ever actually like sat down and seriously read this like to study it before so this whole part about the census is really interesting and really makes a lot of sense like of course all the inns were full all of the people were in this town because they had to register for the census. I just think that's interesting. Yeah. So it wasn't just I never them staying. Like, there was probably lots of people staying in the barns, too. They're not just the only one. Oh, yeah. Like, to where? Because oh, yeah. it's always, they're knocking on all the places. Sorry, no room. No room. And then, like, here, you can sleep in the barn. It's probably, like, the guy at the barn's like, it, it's cheaper. You can stay here. Cheap rate, whatever. Got lots of people already. Yeah. Roof, little hay, mm-hmm. warm. There you go. Yep. You won't freeze. <laughs> I'm not sure that they would freeze in that area. <laughs> I don't have anything else for this. Do you want to go to the next part? Yep. Yeah. Um, mine is 8 through 20. Okay. I can hear this in my dad's voice. Also my mom's voice. <laughs> I can't hear this in any voice. I don't think my hmm. parents ever actually like read this. We never actually had like, I think my mom always loved trying to like initiate family Bible studies, but that never really happened. Not consistently. My mom liked initiating them too, but we didn't ever do them consistently. It was like whenever we were at my dad's for Christmas, he would read the the story every year. Mm-hmm. So, and we were there every other year, so we would uh, definitely get it every other year. And then it was hit or miss whether we read it with my mom or not. So, I don't remember if Phil ever read it, but I think my mom, I I hear her voice some through some of it, so (laughs) she must have read it. I was trying to picture what was happening. And so, like, these shepherds... It says that some angels came down and talked to these shepherds and told them about this baby who was born and and who he was going to be and all of this stuff. What I think happened is, you know, they were out just watching over their sheep. It's late at night. They don't really want to be in the field. So they decided to take a little bit of shrooms. (laughs) Maybe smoke a little weed. That's what I was laughing at. Yeah. And it's... Then they're just like, guys, guys, we have to tell you about this. These light beings came down and spoke to us. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And I just see them going all over the town just telling all these people about this and how crazy they sound. Yeah, and, they do sound kind of um, crazy. But the thing of what well, adds to, like, being on the shrooms or something, and, like, is seeing it. Because it makes sense. If the baby was born in a barn and they're shepherds, someone else was running out to tell the shepherds, hey, you'll never guess what just happened. Meanwhile, they're yeah. on another planet. <laughs> because yeah. they're just sitting in the yeah. field. What else do they have to do? And they're just like, holy shit. Oh my god. And then what was the wording in here? There was a wording in here that made me laugh. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it um, were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. And so I'm like, I'm just like, okay, if I was seeing this, I would just be dumbfounded. I would just, like, mouth open, eyes wide, like, what is happening? I would be amazed at that, too. Uh I would be shocked. And it's, well, they make it, it does say a, um... In mine, they made note abroad the saying which was told them and all this. And in 18, oh. all that heard it wondered at these things which were told them by the shepherds. But night and then in 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. So is yeah. it abroad or just the shepherds coming into the barn with other people and they're all hearing them going crazy over there's a baby. <laughs> right. Oh and God. then Mary's just like, okay. That's nice. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. She's like, I just gave birth. Please fucking leave. I just gave birth in a barn. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Did you have anything else for that? I, um, not really. Oh, nope, nope. I said all my stuff. Oh, cool. (laughs) Well, then, what's your next section? Next section, 21 through... 40. Yeah, I think that's fair because after that, then Jesus is older. So let's see. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else they have to say. All right. I didn't really have a lot to say about this one, I guess. Um, oh, you're fine. Simeon. He. What is his title, actually? Um. Does he have a title? They don't. Or he was just. He works at the temple. He was just righteous and devout. That, yeah, yeah, they didn't really say what his title is, but he worked at the temple and did, um, like the. Well, uh, he didn't do the circumcision because they waited, they started the eight days to do the circumcision for Jesus, and then, you know, that was right. And then in twenty-two, they then had to wait until Mary was purified. Which, uh, according to my notes, is about 33 days after her birth before they can now offer a a burnt offering to now cleanse herself. Wow. So, yeah. So it was was whoever was performing that because they go in and to do this offering, they give them two turtle doves (laughs) because they were, according to my Bible, too poor to afford a lamb. Yeah, and then he a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that turtle doves were pigeons. Or young. I didn't either until you told me 
when we were talking about the 12 days of Christmas. I learned it from the Bible. <laughs> That's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's it's also like a th- like verse 28 to 33 is this man in charge of performing a ceremony is just saying this child's going to do great things and then uh, or going on about that which seems normal to do and then thir- and 33 it ends it's like and Joseph and his mother marveled at the things which were spoken of him or whatever that just seems like a that's what you're going to the church for yeah yeah absolutely um which also kind of goes back i skipped in verse 23 is a parenthesis for me, which kind of is what made me laugh before. That's how they're going on, how this child was going to be, is is the grace of the Lord. It's, it's of the Lord. It's holy of the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. Interesting. That one's in parentheses for mine too. So that's, that's now, that's just a little... You know, see, because of this, of course Jesus was. Of course he was. Because everyone was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how it works. Yeah. You know, birth and all that. That's so funny. I mean, but after Simon, it then talks about another lady, Anna, who worked in the church and also said her whole spiel. And then after that, it talks about them moving and Jesus is 12. So... No mention of wise men in this one at all or anything. No. Yeah, no wise men at all. And no shepherds Dang. in the other one. <laughs> but huh. they wouldn't really care about that so much, probably. Yeah. I, and something probably I not. can't remember where, um, some comparison of it, it claimed that because apparently in Jewish culture at the time, shepherds really were looked down upon. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Like... Because they didn't seem like that much of a help to society or like that much of like, oh, gosh, my son's just going to be a shepherd getting high in the fields all day. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's why, like, to the Jews, it's like, here's some important people trying to find them. And to these, it's just like, hey, everyday people are trying to find them. Huh. Yep. You're right. We've got scholars, people who take care of sheep, you know? I understand. I disagree, but I understand. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else for this section? No, I don't think yeah. so. So what do you think of the nativity now? I think there's so much more logic to a lot of it than I thought, like, even from a Christian standpoint. There's a lot more logic to everything that happened than I thought. And that, first of all, is just cool. Because I like being able to rationalize things and logic things back to their root. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Um, but also, like, this just very much confirms for me that this feels like a really, this feels like a cover-up. They just, they had the sex. They shouldn't have had the sex. Or so society at the time told them. Um, and then they had to cover it up. Yeah. Because... They would have been, they would have been outcast. They would have been shunned. Uh huh. I'm betting Elizabeth probably had like a, a heavy hand in it too. Oh, absolutely. She was totally involved. So they started a cult instead. I mean, they didn't start a cult though. 
they they joined in on they the current cult. To. They all they were doing was joining in on the current cult, and it didn't start really a new cult until later on. And like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't do it in, yeah. like on purpose, but that's what what their part of of this religion got turned into. So the message here is, you know, give your children realistic expectations. Yes. <laughs> Give your ch- children realistic expectations and build a trusting, loving <laughs> bond with your kids so they can fucking talk to you when shit happens. Mm-hmm. God damn. People do talk about people shunning Mary because of it, but there really wasn't anything saying that in the Bible. But that really could have happened. And then that's why she turned to Elizabeth. Elizabeth's the one that's like, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> And yeah. she also wants to get so on I Mary's like good they... side because it's like, hey, Mary, may, maybe she can like, you know, watch both the kids because I'm too old. Yeah, <laughs> she's young. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I got to say, this isn't like a warm and fuzzy story that you normally get. No. <laughs> what do you think? Did we do a good job of the Christmas storytelling? I think we, well, I think we did. But I also think that this goes the way that Luke wrote this, because Matthew wrote it all about Joseph's perspective. Luke wrote this not at all from Joseph's perspective. There was Mary's and then mm-hmm. some shepherds and some other people that spoke to Mary, but basically Mary hearing them. Yeah. So I think this just circles back more into removing women from the religion and Paul trying to be like, no, this is an important thing still in it. Because Luke was... Yeah. A friend of Paul's and heavily influenced him. Well, Paul heavily influenced that's a good point. Luke. Yeah, that's a really good point. Also, the Greeks of Romans, I mean, just with their whole multitude of goddesses. I mean, not saying they always held oh women God, in yeah. high regard. Medusa, but I don't know. A general uh, higher in society regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Not like women in America in the 50s. Yeah. Uh, 20s. I'm really glad we did this. Me too. Yeah. This was good. Nice and cozy. Yeah, I had my fireplace TV on again. Aww, I just watched that nice. while talking. <laughs> that's really nice. I had my Christmas lo-fi or holiday lo-fi playlist on mm-hmm. uh, until it turned off. But it was going for a good while. Well, buddies, thanks for tuning in for our Christmas special. It's been a pleasure diving through. Um, Just a reminder, we've got our Etsy shop up now. It is live. We've got beanies and scrunchies. Tis the season to warm your ears. (laughs) Also, we've got some pretty dope um, that the scrunchies have little pot leaves in the shape of snowflakes. They're really cute. Go check them out. Well, should we sign it off now? I think what, so. What should we say? Something Stay lit like fam. that. <laughs> Stay lit, fam. Yep. Lit like that Christmas tree. Yes. Keep your trees lit, fam. <laughs> Keep your trees lit, fam. Indeed. <laughs> hey, buddies. Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. 
You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram, or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style, at The Hybel Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Just to keep you on your toes, find us on Twitter at The Hybel Study. That's spelled the H-I-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit, r slash the high priest for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes as well as some memes we also have a threadless shop shop.thehighpriest.show there's almost always new merch popping up there so be sure to check back regularly if you want to and can responsibly donate but have enough merch buy us a coffee buyusacoffee.com slash the h-i-g-h-b-l-e study you can donate once or you can choose to donate monthly Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or, if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. Rate us and leave us a review, we'd love to hear your feedback, and don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.